Hi, Casey. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. We wanted to drop our uh, reconnaissance on BravoCon. BravoConnaissance? Yes. Into the feed for you all. It's just um, a little something. Uh, please enjoy. We're talking with Jarrett Weisselman and Jerry O'Connell, who are had boots on the ground in Las Vegas this past weekend. And we miss you all uh, for all of our episodes, both Bitch Sesh and Garbage Sesh. Come to Casey and Danielle's Garbage World. Hope we see you over there, right, Dee? And enjoy this. And also, we got some boots on the ground from our Discord. Our Discord is popping and people have so much to say. So we got a few of those. So listen to it all. Enjoy. We love you guys. Bye. Hello, Danielle. Hi, Casey Rose. I mean, we're breathless. Breathless with anticipation. I I have a chill. I have, I'm just, I'm feeling a buzz about a weekend that while you and I were not there in person, Mm, I am hot off of the presses. I don't know if that's the terms, but I just watched the Bravos on Peacock and my God, my God, I remember watching the Oscars when like Billy Crystal would host, you know, yes. when I was younger and he would come mm-hmm. out and do the musical number. When I saw Andrew Cohen do not only a musical number that killed and crushed where he went into the audience and mm-hmm. we saw every Bravo celebrity we've ever loved or even cared about or hated under one roof. And then he went on to crush at a comedic monologue. It was starring our gals. I, I've never felt more excited, proud, inspired. It was one of the greatest award shows I've ever seen in my life. Casey, now I don't mean to brag, but as someone who has written for said Oscar, you know, of course, in there and and felt huge about my part in it, you know, felt. And it was a dramatic Oscars you wrote for. Of course, if we remember. Slap. Yes. Yes, I did not write that or the joke that corresponded, but that's neither here nor there. Because it pales in comparison. <laughs> pales, Casey. What I saw in front of me was the best award show of my goddamn life. And then followed up with dynamic duos. And that was the best show I've ever seen. Casey. Danielle. Nothing is better. <laughs> Danielle. When <laughs> when the slot machine turned on dynamic duos and Vicky Gumbelson was paired with question mark, there was a ding dong and in came Teddy Mellencamp. And Teddy Mellencamp says to Vicky's face, I don't know where you were on January 6th. This is the team working at Bravo. They, I don't know what we can do to unite them because the work they did, the comedy. Incredible. To see an in memoriam where we're yes. mourning where Lisa Barlow's $60,000 ring is. Where is the tequila from Potomac? When we're seeing objects getting awards, objects getting awards, songs getting awards, drive back, which is playing people off. Yes. I mean, just the 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 shark. Like it was Candace's speech, no spoilers, but Candace's speech crushed. Crushed. <laughs> crushed. I, I mean, mean it, yeah. It's the best award show I've ever seen. I'm so Dorit being late to the dynamic duos to see. Chanel Ion with Caroline Stanberry being the new duo. I mean, Dorit not understanding. Dorit not understanding when Andy said had all the Bravo stars holding up a thing that said agree or disagree. And he asked them, Mm -hmm. do I look basically like, is this the best I've ever looked? And she put disagree because she got it confused. And she thought Andy was asking, does he look worse? I mean, we're better than he ever has. And he had to say on air to read. I'm talking about everyone else. 
It was magical. What a magical, magical. event. I hate that we missed it. Me too. But I have to say that we are lucky enough to have boots on the ground. First of all, we asked so many of you and you went into our Discord and DM'd us some amazing moments that I'm going to read. And I thank you all for doing that. And then we are going to bring out a friend of ours, Jared Weisselman, who has been on the podcast before, who was there. And then, of course, you know, Bravo celeb himself, Jerry O'Connell. Who was really like a ground zero of BravoCon. Yeah, he really was. I mean, if he wasn't hosting this family, he was hosting that one. And if he wasn't hosting that, he was eating in the dining room with just all of you. He seemed to just fans. Be, <laughs> yeah. He seems yeah. to be accessible and lovely. I mean, yeah, really also, again, I'm so sorry to go back to the Bravo Sydney, but just quickly to see Shep Rose come out with Karen Huger. I mean, you just don't think of the pairings, you know, I said to Andy and he's been doing this on Watch What Happens Live lately. And also the like I said, the pairings you're doing right now are yeah. dynamic, dynamic pairings that he is giving us that these yeah. or that his team is giving us. I mean, really, they are firing on all cylinders. I know. And I had this thought, Danielle, just looking out at the sea of women who looked, <sighs> again, like a million okay. bucks. Each yeah. one looked better than the one before. I, I I mean that. Like, I was like, wow. Like, everybody just looked so good in that Gorgeous. ballroom. Gorgeous. But I had the thought, and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure anyone listening doesn't feel this way about old Hollywood the way that I do. Like, I know I'm, like, trolling <laughs> websites looking for, like, postcard signed by Betty Davis, oh, you know, me, like, as you know, me, I'm like, you know, I'm like, Ooh, I didn't know that about Rita Hayesworth. Interesting. I'm going to write yes. that down. And you know, I <laughs> love my Vivian Lees and my Dorothy Dandridge is like, that's an era mm. I love. Okay. Mm. I had the thought, Danielle, do you think in like 60 years, a younger, younger generation, gals that weren't even born yet, will they, I hope, and they should be looking back at the Bravos and going, God Damn it. There's Lucille Ball. <laughs> Those are celebrities. Those are stars. Right. Casey. There's Marlena stars. Dietrich. There's Mary Pickford. Yes. There's Douglas Fairbanks. <laughs> There's Thank Clark you, Gable. Danielle. Yes. <laughs> Rock Hudson, anybody? There's Errol Flynn. These are, <laughs> these are the stars. This is new Hollywood because it ain't. Hollywood. I don't no. know. These people exist in small towns scattered across this broken nation. And they're who I want to watch in my awards shows. Thanks. Sorry, Hollywood. This is my new Closer magazine. This is my, this, this is, is it. This is it for me. This is it. And just seeing them all together in one room. Electric. I mean, I don't think I think I would have passed out, Casey. The, the, it would have been too much for me. I know. I actually think the universe spared me from a heart attack. <laughs> you know, it's it's wild. I heard that someone wanted you to squash a beef with Tamara Judge. Like there was wasn't there. Andy Cohen. Did you tell me this? Um, Andy yeah. Cohen. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't aired yet. But, you know, um, I guess Andy apparently asked Tamara about our beef, to which Tamara responded. Who's Casey Wilson? Now, these are the moments <laughs> yes. where you can hold your goddamn head up high and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. As Candace said, I need to thank Jesus because he made me. Yes, that was a beautiful moment. Wow, Casey. I, it was truly wonderful. And I know we weren't there, but I feel like I was. And I just want to thank all of you for going and for participating. And so let's just get to our special guest. Let's get to Jarrett and then we'll get to Jerry and then we'll do some boots on the ground. 
This is Jarrett Weisselman. He's been with us before. He used to be senior editor at BuzzFeed. He now works on Netflix social. And by the way, his Instagram handle makes me laugh so hard. He's at Jarrett says, and it says Netflix social, but I didn't cancel that thing you love. (laughs) He's the best. He's got some just really just detail work for us, Danielle. Mm -hmm. You know, he really does. He went into the field and he did the work. It's so exciting. You know, as we talk about the BravoCon journey, and it seems like so many of you and had it. And then we also got to live it vicariously through watching hours of Peacock, as I have done. And it's been incredible. But a good friend of our show, he was the first person we had on right before the pandemic. And we've had him on since. But that is like, which is so sad that that's the memory in all of our collective I'll minds. Take it. <laughs> but uh, a very funny, lovely, wonderful person, Jared Weisselman, has gone to BravoCon and lived to tell the tale. Lived is generous. We'll see. But <laughs> what were your like? I don't even know where to start with you because I I did catch your pictures, and I feel like you really. I mean, because you also had the press experience. I feel like you had like a. Didn't you have like kind of like a special pass and stuff? Like you got. Well, tell me everything. You. You would think, first of all, I will say, I mean, yes, I used to be press. I worked in entertainment for 20 years. I interviewed the biggest celebrities in the world, Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Lopez. I've never been starstruck like this in my life. I truly lost my mind every single minute of the three days I was there. It was my Roman Empire. Can I say, I just just texted Andy because, or email Andy, (laughs) because I was just like, as I watched the Bravo Awards, I was like, I don't need the Oscars. I don't no. need movie stars. I just need Bravo Labs. Like, I was screaming. I went, like, I, it was better. It, it's true. I have never behaved like this in my life. I was chasing after women who had been on the show for one season 10 years ago to get a photo. <laughs> like a Cindy Bar I, Shop. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, listen, I have my standards, but like a Kristen oh, Takeman, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, it's it is wild. The fandom around these people and also like collectively, like everyone was buzzing the whole time. There was this. um, So like the convention was broken to a couple different pieces there was like the two halls where the panels were had which is what you've seen on television Mm -hmm. then there was what was called the bravo bazaar which is where all of like the talent had their merch set up and it was that and like they would come to their booths and i mean so you had them walking through and every time you would just hear this loud scream you're like someone's walked in and it was (laughs) vicky gunvalson with nine security guards around her like in a circle to make sure no one could get to her i mean every one needed security. I am not joking because if you didn't have security, you couldn't move anywhere because everyone would just come to you and want a photo. And so they needed to be escorted to wherever they were going at all times. I mean, the Beatles level screams for Ariana Maddox when she walked in was like, I went to Beyonce's Renaissance tour and I think these screams were louder from the Bravo (laughs) fans. I'm not kidding. (laughs) I mean, it truly is. I have heard, like when I watch a lot of footage, I would see like security around our, our ladies and yes. And can I ask you, and maybe this is a personal question, but I'm going to make it about me. Did you see Bravo podcasters with security? (laughs) 
Thank you. You know what? There was there was no one on the level of the two of you. I feel like they would have had enough security. No, No. of course. But but you but in the booth, you know, in the bazaar, you had the housewives touting their podcast. Teresa was there. I guess she is a podcast. Um, Namaste, bitches, or something like that, I believe. She was stationed right next to Sheena Shea's booth where all she did was sell Good as Gold on actual albums, but just the one song. There was no other songs. There was a whole record of just the single song that you were encouraged to buy one for $50 if you (gasps) wanted to meet Sheena. Wow. I'm telling you, the amount of money being dropped this weekend, I... I, I'm a gay man with no children. I have nothing but disposable income. And I don't understand how other people afforded to go. I mean, it's not only like the, the ticket prices, but then a lot of the extraneous stuff that were not the panels, like the Bravos that you saw or the like the Watch What Happens lives were additional payments. And then... Oh, they're not... Oh, wow. No, you have to sign up and pay. And then there was... I think I saw like on Ticketmaster, like a ticket to the Bravos going like on resale for $1,500. Honestly, I would have paid it. Look... That I is, thought about more, it. I you know, I did. It. I wouldn't pay that for a hair for my hair color, but I would pay that because, what? like, when I looked around that audience from TV, it was star after star yes. after star. You know what I mean? It was yep. truly like wall to wall. I'm seeing the wives of old, the wives of new. So, what did what are some boots on the ground that maybe I didn't see on TV that you saw? Absolutely. I mean, I think the really interesting thing came at this. So there was a Bravo After Dark party one night, which was held at a nightclub at Omnia. That was so much money. And I can't believe my friend and I paid it with my friend Pat Shin. And we thought we were paying for like this very VIP experience. They said all these Bravo celebrities were going to be there. Um, They were not so much there. And if they were there, they were hard to see. But what I did see, and God love her, Erin from Real Housewives of New York, the reboot. Erin Leachy, yes. Erin Leachy, yes. She was in a little booth with Jessel and Pavit, and she was dancing like she's never danced before to every club song from 2004, like they had just been released. But I will say everyone was so nice. Like every housewife you walked up to was so kind. They had time for you. They asked you a question. Like, again, I felt like a crazy fan because I was like, everyone I walked away from, I'm like, oh my God, they're so pretty. They're so nice. They were, they asked me a question about myself. Can you imagine such a thing? Like it was truly like chaotic behavior on my own part. Oh, I don't think, I I mean, that's why Casey and I always say we don't like to fly too close to the sun Yes, because I can't be in control of what I do and say, but I did hear from you and it's nice to hear from you and from our discord. Yes. People were saying that like all the Bravo libs and just all the people in the Bravo, like celebrating the Bravo libs were lovely and came together. And it was like this really wonderful atmosphere. It was the kindest weekend I feel like I've ever experienced. Not only were the housewives so nice, but the people who it, who worked it were also incredibly kind. I can't imagine it was a easy experience. All these people sort of screaming at all times. They had all these um, photo ops set up. There was one that was the SLC Sprinter van, right? So you could do <laughs> you do a photo photo op in the van and they had the Lisa Barlow white jackets to do like the I'm shaking, I'm physically shaking moment. And this woman who was running the booth, I, I was talking to her a little bit and I said, do you watch the show? And she's like, can I tell you, 
I don't watch the show. So can I ask you, <laughs> why does everyone keep wanting to do a photo in this booth pretending they're throwing up on the ground? <laughs> I love that we're at a place where like no one's even pretending to be dragged off in handcuffs anymore. Like yeah. Jen, now we're doing Heather. Like that's how these shows give us every single year. It's true. And it was just like so sweet like that. I think probably the sweetest moment of the entire weekend was during the Real Housewives of New York legacy panel for the Ultimate Girls trip. And it was, you know, all everybody but you know who was there. Love to know if anyone asked about her. Go on, tell me. Oh, they didn't, which was interesting, which I kind of was surprised about. I did hear that Avery was there in a booth, though. Avery was not only there, she was there from sun up to sundown, sitting on a chair that was full of rips in it. Nobody was going up to this booth from what I saw. And she was a trooper. I hope her bachelorette party planning company right? That's what it is. Was, mm. It's very successful coming off of this weekend because... Jared, you're so perfect that you were like, she was in a booth with rips in it, son of a son, and, and then you were like, very nicely bought it back with like, she was a trooper. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, she... She put herself in the lion's den. Like people could have wow. gone up to her all weekend and said horrific things va- validly about her mother. But you know who put her in that lion's den is Ramona because Ramona paid for Correct. that booth because that booth is not free. Just like the That's farmer's right. market, you got to pay, pay, <laughs> pay. This was yes. one big old farmer's market. I know. And I'm like, you got to pay for that, that little piece of real estate. And even the non-organic fruit, they can get a spot. <laughs> it is spot. true. And then some of those booths, I was a little surprising. Julia from Miami was there selling, I believe, jam. Eggs. Um, oh, I assumed would, eggs. Well, you you would have, oh. I would have thought eggs also, but no, jam, I think. And there was a, a Jen Aiden jewelry booth that had the, like the most dramatic photo of her that taken. And so. Do we have price tags on these booths out of curiosity? I mean, I would gather a couple thousand dollars a day, like easy, like maybe like 10 G's a day and they're there <gasps> for three days. But. I'm sure they made it all back. Like, there's no way they did not make that money back. Nothing was cheap. It's like when I went to see Bette Midler in Vegas and they were like, you can get a picture with, not with Bette, but with a a boa on for like, like $75. And I was like, done. <laughs> like, I was like, in, you know? It was so like chaotic at one point. I was so overstimulated. I turned to my <laughs> friend and I go, oh my God, Emily Simpson's right over there. And we ran and it was just a cardboard cutout of Emily Simpson that <laughs> I completely <laughs> deluded myself into thinking was Jared, her. stop. Now, I'm, I, I, so I want to just parse something out here because again, I couldn't have been more blown away by the event. As someone who wasn't there, yeah. I was blown away, yeah. you know? What were we reacting? What did you find better? Because it just felt this year they upped the like perfect campiness of it. Was it as fun to see the actual housewives in person or was it more of like the spirit, the energy, the like inside jokery? Yes. And to all of the above, like it was like, first of all, seeing them in person, the panels were amazing. The option to just catch them in the wild to just see Meredith Marks reuniting with the waiter aka security from the restaurant <laughs> that weekend like every time you turned around you didn't know who you were going to see so it was just constant joy um the panels were pretty good and then there was this VIP room where you could either buy like a GA bracelet or a VIP bracelet and if you bought a VIP bracelet you were in this other room where the housewives and all the Bravo lebs would periodically come in and stand at a step and repeat and just take photos like an ad sales party and people would just line up and they do one photo after another for like 30 minutes. Sounds like when they like bring Mickey Mouse or Goofy around Disney and then they're (laughs) like two more minutes, you know, like he'll just appear and your kids like mob. 
Yes, that's exactly what it's like. It's just, and you never, and what was weird was you would have to line up before a housewife got in the booth. So a lot of times you didn't know who you were lining up for. And then you would see. Oh, wow. It's like a surprise, like a Cracker Jacks. Yeah. And then you'd see all of these poor, like crestfallen people who like were waiting for, you know, like Ashley from Potomac or someone really amazing. And then it was like, you know, Jen from the last season of OC and people would like get out of line very sadly <gasps> and go get Jared, a drink. First of all, how dare you? Okay, last season. Did you mean this past season or two seasons ago? This past season, J- Jen and Ryan. Jen. Wow, I definitely would have stayed in line for her. By the way, I walked up to her and said, you deserve a season that's not about Ryan. Thank you, wow, Jared. Thank yes. you, Jared. She took it on the chin during the Bravo uh, Awards. She, she did. She chin. did. Yes. As did Robin. As did Robin took it on the Oof. chin. Did you see? Do you see? I think Andy Oof. did an interview where he said he originally took that joke out and then Robin told him to put it back in. Wow. Yeah, I mean, wow. I know. that was a great I was a solid joke as you know, that was a solid joke. It was just but seeing her solid. face, she was like, yeah, I texted him. I said, I'm sorry. Who is writing this humor? Because it's on point. And he just simply said, my team. My team. He said, well, your team deserves bonuses. Every show was amazing. <laughs> Every panel was amazing. The Potomac panel, no surprise, was the best panel of the entire week. Was it? Oh, they come out. And first question Karen's like, how was the new season? She spends 10 minutes attacking Robin, who then starts fighting back. So the panel opens with 10 minutes of them just going at each other. And it just didn't really stop there. It was fast moving. It felt like you were watching a live reunion. And it was the only panel that felt that energized. And it just was such a good reminder of how quick these women in particular are. The Potomac women are unmatched and their energy was up. They were excited. They were by far the highlight panel for me of the weekend. Wow. Okay, before we let you go, because this is just such excellent reporting, you know, this is really (laughs) Really important. But I can tell your voice is hoarse. Yeah. I mean, everybody lost their voices this weekend. Crystal Minkoff didn't have a voice on the Beverly Hills panel. Wow. She hasn't been saying much. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Hard to God tell. gave with both hands this weekend. Um, <laughs> Jared, who would you say? I'm just going to ask a quick couple of just rapid Bring fire. It. And if you could yeah. just throw us a name. Like who, would, who did everybody in the crowd seem to feel like the nicest one celeb was? I will tell you, I've, everyone had the best reaction. And it was based solely on her personality to Uba all weekend long. Uba and Bryn felt Uba. like the stars of the weekend, in my opinion. Well, Bryn looked like a million bucks. I mean, she always does. Always does. Bryn has sneaky climbed into my heart. She oh, is like love. every appearance, like what she said about Shep during the awards. Yeah. Like I was like, she is making me laugh. I'm yes. loving her. And Uba, Uba is Full of joy when they won the award. Spoiler, if you haven't seen it. Except at the reunion. But yeah, well, I will say. But she has come back and watching her win the award. Spoiler for like best newcomers or whatever. I like she was truly happy jumping up and down. I loved her. I was like, Sai, get off that stage. I know they were. They were great. Oop. Uba, we met Uba. She was doing a photo op that I waited in line for. Good. And she, everybody had, like would hand their photo to the person working and Uba took it. She goes, no, I take the photos. And she would like find her light, get it like angled yes. perfectly. And then she took like nine photos. Seven of them were just her boobs, just for no reason. I was like, I don't think you realize we 
we don't want that as gay men. But I mean, kind of, anyway. <laughs> right. And like nobody here wants that actually as women and gay men because we're the people here. OK. And any who had the biggest like attitude did you get or was everybody in on the phone? Was there someone that everyone was just like, wah, wah? You, you know? know, I will say Tamara seemed to be like, I think maybe she had a lot going on. Her energy was a little bit like weird when we met her and she just seemed distracted and okay. not here for it. Um, and then also, <laughs> understandably so, Ariana, I think, had a tough weekend. She took it like a champ. She had to be around that douchebag the entire time. They live together, Jared. I know, but when he was doing sh- shirtless push-ups on the stage, it was, oh. she averted her eyes as we all wish we could and just basically said, do I have to do this? And I was like, that's how we all feel right now, Ariana. Well, Jared, I hope you weren't, didn't feel like that when we asked you, did I have to do this? <laughs> we can't thank you enough. No, no, not, not at all. Ariana's a legend. You're both legends. Happy to be here. You're a legend. And thank you for doing the hard reporting and for being on the ground for Bravo's biggest weekend. You know, we're only just sad we couldn't have been there. And thank you. Yes, next year. And hopefully now that I've talked about it here, I can write it off on my taxes. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, <laughs> and now this person doesn't even need an introduction because he no. is just... It's beneath him. Yeah, like he is... Just the best. I love this person. I truly I love this person. I love his energy. Anytime we come a knocking, he delivers. <sighs> he has never turned us down, Casey Rose. No. He has never said no. You remember, remember last time we saw him when we did a live show and he came to us apparently live from the parking lot of his daughter's swim class and the parking lot of the YWCA. And now he's coming to us from, I think he says, uh, the outside of a cheesecake factory. Guys, <laughs> please <laughs> Jerry O'Connell, you are like the the man of the hour. You literally did the in memoriam, okay? In the first ever Bravo Awards. Tell us everything. Just take us through your experience, who you saw. Tell us everything. And first of all, congratulations for having been there. And and you did amazing work there. I'm so impressed. You know, a friend of mine just said to me about you, that they had just watched Stand By Me again. And they're like, Jerry O'Connell is the best actor. And I said, I know, but (laughs) he's gotten an even bigger thing, which is he's at the BravoCon Awards. And that is everything. You have hit the heights. Yeah, it was really, um, first of all, the Bravos, which for those who don't know what we're talking about, but it's crazy to think that on Bitch Session, no one will know what we're talking about, but I'll just explain it. Please. Just to be nice, um, just to be inclusive. The Bravos were basically the Oscars for everything Bravo. And it was the first time that they did it. And it was an episode of Watch What Happens Live. And I saw a few emails going back and forth and they asked me to come out. But I have to say, when I got there, I it was the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. Because basically, it's the highlights of everything you have been talking about all year in one show and you couldn't help but smile hearing all these clips replayed after after a year of watching them and ingesting them we're still not sick of them and you know you ladies work in comedy some would say you are like like a tenured professor level of comedy i think a lot yeah for sure you've played many different live rooms in your life all you have to do is yell out to an audience like you're a worm with a mustache and you're killing like everyone is ready to laugh so all that said i mean you know coming out there i i 
I stopped off. There was a margarita stand and I was going to get a drink and they had a huge fake leg that you could drink out of. Oh and I was God. like, oh, that'll be a funny. Now, guys, I don't normally do prop work. You guys know that. I've listened. I've taken Upright Citizens Brigade classes from nope. some people on this podcast. I've never seen you fall back on prop work. I've never seen that from you. You've yet. always said, Jerry, never use prop work. And when you're imitating holding a phone, don't hold it like this. Actually, <laughs> act like you're holding the phone. I've learned from the best, ladies. <laughs> so I hate prop work, but I went, well, this will be funny. I'm the last sort of person to come out and present. Maybe I'll hold this. And this is how good the Bravo producers are. I'm holding it. And I said, you know, uh, Danielle and Casey told me to never do prop work, but I'm doing it. I never do this. And I was holding the fake leg with the margarita in it. And he leaned into my ear and went, thank Aviva for lending you the leg. And I was like, it was perfect. Wow. This is how good these producers are. <laughs> this is yeah. how good these producers are. All that said, at the Bravos, which was making me laugh all night long, when Vicky Gumbelson got her Lifetime Achievement Award. I cried my eyes out. I got to tell you, I was like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. Everyone's going to be laughing. Ha ha, Vicky Gumbelson. There was not a dry eye in that house wow. when Vicky Gumbelson got that. When she said, Andy, you saw something in me that I never saw. Boom. All of us. I looked over at the staff members and everyone, we were backstage and uh, chills, tears, tears, by the way, better than I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Academy. I know it's a strike and we're not allowed to talk about the Academy or anything, but better than any Oscars, Emmys, Grammys, any <laughs> of them, the Bravos trumped all of them. And Vicky Gumbelson's speech was better than anyone's speech in forever i agree i've never seen her hit every right note hit a right tone every moment it was exactly what we wanted from her and actually i was like god damn it we all all of these people including danielle and i stand on this woman's shoulders god yes. love her and can i also just say the joy that it was the first time i truly felt that all these people were in the same universe and they were all rooting for each other. And I know that we watch these shows and people fight and they, but it really felt like love. That show to me was love incarnate. You know, the show is great, but the whole weekend is great. I go to a lot of sporting events. I go to get football games, live events, and you get there and it's like, ah, we're going to win this game. Right? Ah, oh, here's someone in another jersey. Fuck you, man. You want to go? Fuck you. Get out of our house, man. And there's all that aggression. Okay? And it's kind of fun. I've been to rock concerts. I've been to hip-hop slash rap concerts where it's like, let's get into this. Or rock concerts. It's like, ah, let's, let's get ready to party. I've been to Comic-Cons where it's like, hey, man, Captain America can beat up Green Lantern. <laughs> Star Trek is better than Star Wars. The vibe you get at BravoCon for those three days is such a joyous occasion. You, you know, I have to say, um, the closest thing I've come to it, uh, no, the yeah, the closest thing I'd come to it before that was seeing a bitch sesh live show because everyone is there just to have a good time to yeah. hang out, to pick up some merch, to laugh, maybe get a surprise guest or two. And 
Imagine doing that for not the hour and a half that you guys are able to go on stage, whatever your stamina can last you out there. But imagine doing that for three days straight and you're running from, oh, hey, Potomac's in the main hall. Oh, hey, um, I saw such a funny show. It was hosted by two producers of Watch What Happens Live. Um, shout out to Nick Rizzo and to Danny. I don't know his last name, but Danny V on Instagram, V-E-E-E-E. They did, and it really made me think of you ladies, because your whole joke is like um, Patricia Alchel. Like, remember you guys wore them on Watch What Happens Live? Yeah. And I thought that was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my life, you know? And it's like an inside joke. And you guys, again, you guys are doing prop work, so maybe I learned it from watching you. <laughs> but um, these two dudes, Nick Rizzo and Danny V, did a show where they had the housewives or bravo celebrities this is on the smaller stage it was called the glam stage there was a gold stage and the glam stage they had them come out and they were in like a sort of an infomercial way say you have two minutes pitch your product to the audience let's go and they would pitch their fucking pillow or their oh my sweatshirt or their someone has a neck pillow uh, um, uh, Jennifer Alden of New Jersey has a neck pillow <laughs> and she was like this is an amazing neck pillow because look you put it on your neck and you can go this way up this way <laughs> and they pitched it and then they had a game where Bravo Liberty they had these hot Bravo Liberties guys from Winter House I'm so sorry I don't know everyone from Winter House and Summer look. House but they're all hot with their shirts off parading them around walking up and down like models and then they did this amazing thing where Bravo Liberty's up there. Um, Craig Conover was up there. Um, a few other people. They guessed the price. And like they brought out Tom Tom's, uh, Tom Sandoval's sweatshirt. And everyone was like, oh, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, right? 50 bucks. His sweatshirt was going for $150. And the place <laughs> went bananas. <laughs> And like, like, this is what you're getting at BravoCon. Oh, it was so funny. Um, this is comedy. What was your weirdest interaction? Like, what was you? Were you like? I'm going to tell you. As the day goes on, people get drunker, and yeah. um, sure. you know, I, I don't mean to generalize and stereotype or bring gender into this, but it's a lot of women at BravoCon, so it's a lot of selfies. Which I love selfies. I need followers. You know, sure. I love followers. Mm -hmm. sure. A couple people touched me a little inappropriately. I'm not. Oh, no. This isn't a formal complaint. This is not a formal complaint. Okay. Uh, to be honest, mm -hmm. I don't even know who it was, but it's just like, <laughs> and I'm not even sure if it's their problem. It's just like I'm in person and they're like, oh my God. Oh, wow. And are we talking front, back, undercarriage? I think she was drunk. I, um, okay. It was, um, it was all of it. Okay. Uh, she was like, where's... <laughs> Where's your wife? Your wife isn't at BravoCon? Oh, my God. And I was like, no, I'm working. I'm working. And then I like I got out of there. Are you oh okay? God. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. Um, but is... it gets a little it gets a little Are you crazy. in the backyard? Because Rebecca won't let you in. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I've been in the house. I'm just I come out here because um, I wanted to tell you guys that story. Um, uh, <laughs> but are crazy. Um, I'm sorry, Terry. Uh, it was my wife's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. A little bit of an issue in my household because BravoCon happened over the weekend. And well, my wife's birthday fell on a Monday. Uh, like we like to celebrate her birthday the weekend running yeah, up to it. And sure. I was like sort of in Vegas and I was like, honey, I'm working. And then when I came home. I was like, oh, God, that was so much work. And my wife was like, well, not according to your 
social media that looked like fun. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a fine line. It's, yeah. It's work that's fun. Having to interview all those Vanderpump kids. Um, let me get into some juice for you guys. Um, you know, I, uh, I moderated um, one of the Real Housewives of New Jersey panels, which were split up into two panels because the Gorgas and the Gudiches um, <laughs> had two separate panels. They're yeah. not speaking. They won't even do a panel. Which is pretty crazy. Uh, it's the second year that that's happened. Wow. Um, wow. You know, and I wanted to say, like, when did, you know, and I had, like, so many questions about, like, hey, when does this end? Are you guys going to do a reunion together? Like, you guys, like, we've all worked with people we didn't like. You yeah. got to go to work. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, before I went out on the panel, I was uh, asked mm. by someone, um, hey, uh, when we go out there, <laughs> don't don't ask no questions about uh, about tra- about Therese. Don't ask no questions. <laughs> That's an incredible. Like, that was. I mean, we don't have to guess. You transformed. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. Um, Who? <laughs> I, I'm just going through my questions here. Uh, pretty much every question uh, has to do with. Teresa. Ah, like, what do you want us to ask? And this person went, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So I said to someone um, who was a little higher up, I said, <laughs> hey, I was asked not to do this because I do. I'm not here to like Katie Cora gotcha question anybody, you know, like, I mean, I but don't. At the same time, it is their entire storyline. What else are you to ask them? We're doing <laughs> two separate panels and it's a whole storyline. Yeah. At the same time, ladies, people have paid thousands of dollars to be here. Now, I have a responsibility to those people. To the people. I have spent thousands of dollars to be here. <laughs> and my question to this family is going to be what is going on with this other family. If I had the Capulets on stage, I would yeah. say, what is your deal with the Montagues? That's right. What is, what is the fight? Why? Why is this going on? Capulets, are you going to keep fighting with the Montagues next season? Because you fought all last season with the Montagues. <laughs> are we going to just see the same thing? How is this fighting season going to be different from last fighting season, Capulets? And so I went to someone higher up and they said, don't listen to them. You do you. Oh, and God. I was like, I felt a little uncomfortable. So then I tried to, as politely as possible, ask. And I could see people in their seats. And by the way, these are intimidating people. Though they be sh- not intimidating in stature, they be in, <laughs> in, in attitude. Yeah. I think they're intimidating. I think they're intimidating in stature and in attitude. Well, stature, not as, you know, you're quite a bit taller than many of the gentlemen. You know what? Let's get away from the physicality of it. I don't want to mess with, I don't want to mess with people's families. You know Uh, what I'm saying? Yes, okay. We were wrong too. Yes, you're right. That's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, that is their storyline. What else are you going to ask about, you know, her, her daughter's cheerleading information. Like, I don't like what if that's your storyline, that's all we can ask you about. That's it. That's all there is. That's why we're here. I tried not to mention names okay. and I asked in sort of generalizations. <laughs> um, you said, what's up with the man that will murder your sister-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the um, 
it, it was really tricky. It is funny to um, I, I don't want to name names because no. I don't want any beef with these no. people. But I did see uh, I did see a spouse, a famous spouse of someone um, okay. smoking ciggies outside of a casino. And it's so <laughs> funny to see someone, you know, on camera, like in uh, IRL. I can't explain it. It's like. <laughs> It's like going on safari. And you know a lot of famous people, Jerry. Like you are in this business, but isn't there just such it's a different thrill for some reason to see this crew. Shout out to a really funny feed. I think it's called Housewives Smoking. Do you both follow it? No. no. Oh my god. Oh god, you've got to look it up. And if if I'm if I'm paraphrasing it, I apologize to the feed. It's called Housewives Smoking. Is it just Lou? It's just Lou. It's just images of anyone related to Bravo smoking a cigarette, usually paparazzi. That's genius. It is genius. But listen, I I, I couldn't bring myself to take a picture and send it to house I'm smoking because it's just <laughs> too you rude, you know? <laughs> but it was you just I just saw a house husband like who obviously like lost a lot in Kino, like pacing outside <laughs> of like the Paris Paris. Like chaining a butto and like flicking it and then going back in. How much do you think Bravo spent on this? Because this was an extravaganza. You know, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Um, they do something really brilliant. This is really inside baseball, but we're bitch sesh, so I'm going to give it to yeah, you. Yeah, we're here. They do something so brilliant. You guys are famous stars. You work on many projects. You're you're a list. You <laughs> are that, con- continually. When our industry isn't striking, you're continually brought to events, openings, okay. premieres. I've been to many of your premieres. I've Thank walked the step Jerry. and repeat the red carpet. <laughs> All for you guys. You go through hair and makeup travel. You travel the world promoting your various projects. Into Albuquerque. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, various podcasts, various yeah. theaters. You're traveling the world. You travel first class. Bravo is so smart. Bravo gives you an Uber stipend, a coupon, and they give you a set amount of money. And they go, you book your own travel, housewives. You book your own cars. We're not dealing with any of it. (gasps) Wow. Smart. Wow. Smart, smart, smart. And it's just like they know the they know they need to be there, right? Well, they just know that if they're like, okay, housewives, we're all going to book your travel, it would be chaos it just Mayhem. couldn't be solved it would yeah. like right it would never end uh, um vicky would be saying wait a minute i'm on southwest i should be on jsx uh, where's my <laughs> uh, uh it's just a, it's a passenger but you send a passenger van yeah just you're on your own that's so smart so of course um I mean, I went southwest, like I <laughs> flew in the back of a plane, like I was position Z49. <laughs> Do you think, who was on your flight? Anybody on your flight? No, I'm on southwest. These people all fly. It was so funny. I heard, uh, I heard uh, Reza, uh, Reza Farahan yeah. Um, yeah. from uh, uh, Shaz. From Shaz, Shaz. Sunset. I heard him, they were talking about travel. We were doing a panel. And he was like, oh, I came down. Uh, We all just chartered a flight. And someone else said, oh, yeah, we chartered a flight. We came up. It was so great. We just flew right out of Van Nuys Airport, which is a private airport. And then everyone looked at me and I was like, I was uh, Southwest position (laughs) R49. And they were like, he's kidding. He's kidding. And I was like, (laughs) but I wasn't I wasn't kidding (laughs) because they gave me like money to 
book if someone gave you money to book your travel wouldn't you be like oh, i'm taking that money and just well, i don't care well, well casey and i are different I would have found my way over to Van Nuys and just like I uh, hope to see Ressa, you, <laughs> you know, know. I would have taken a I would have taken a Greyhound bus. <laughs> I'm gonna pocket the rest of this. Peter Pan, Woo! Peter Pan, uh, yes. Peter Pan I'd be like, roadways. You know what I can do with this money? I can get stuff with this money. I'm taking the bus. <laughs> Jerry, wow. Um all right, you know what? You wanna be on TV? My children are like TikToking <gasps> in back of the camera. Come on. No, do it. These are like big time comedy ladies. Come here. Girls, come here. Oh no, I'm These so are upset. Girls, come here. These are big time oh, no. ladies in 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 comedy. Remember they were in our last show and they reluctantly. They were. Reluctantly. Big time ladies in comedy. Come on, girls. Uh oh, here they Do a TikTok. This is your shot. These are producers and everything. This is it. Go. <laughs> oh my god. Hi. Show us what you got, girls. Show us what you show got. Show us what you got. <laughs> <laughs> show us what you got this is your audition these are big time showbiz people yeah give us- go <laughs> guys this is your shot do you want they that money or not two gorgeous girls have come into frame two gorgeous teenage children who honestly girls dance <laughs> girls dance or you're not going to make it in this business ever ever go <laughs> you want to make it in this business you think if Lindsay Lohan was asked to dance when she was your age she would have been dancing go go so upsetting. Miley Cyrus go they're, they're go crying on, they're now run, crying run be That's free it. Run. we have That's nothing it. to give you no no one can see but it's clear they they love their you guys dad don't have what it takes uh, they, they are don't have what it un- takes. they're so gorgeous and so they will never be on Vanderpump you guys don't have what it takes that was your shot you're gonna yeah. regret that wait let me I want to give you I want to give you some more insight. Um, Okay, please. Everyone, including myself a little bit, wanted to fuck Captain Jason from Below Deck. So do I, by the way. do I. I A star has emerged from BravoCon, okay? A star. I have never been so attracted to a man in my life. I want to know everything about him. I'm going to go back and watch everything. This man. Is he anyone? He doesn't see me seeing anyone. Um, You know, can I tell you what's so fucking hot about him yeah is please you do a panel with someone like let's say james kennedy who's very attractive very entertaining very good at what he does you do a panel with tom schwartz very attractive makes himself interesting good at what he does love him or hate him tom sandoval yeah very attractive makes himself interesting very good at what he does captain jason you can tell doesn't want to be there Wow. We've never seen that before. Never. Except for maybe Mary Cosby. But he's there and he shows up. And with almost like a stoic sort of groundedness. I I have to tell you, the the moment that gave me the chills was I did a panel (laughs) and it was Lala and Ariana and Sonia Morgan. It was called Battle of the Sexes and it was girls versus guys and a bunch of guys from Summer House and James Kennedy and Captain Jason. And James Kennedy, like, blurted out when we were playing the game. This is in front of thousands of people at the panel. Yeah. James Kennedy blurts out, like, um, la la, uh, you were with Tom Sandoval last night. And it's good. It's great. It's great entertainment. And Lala goes, shut up, James. Lies, lies, lies. Right. And then, you know, the crowd is, like, laughing and yelling. And it's, it's pretty chaotic. And then there's, like, it quiets down. And then Captain Jason, out of nowhere, just grabbed the mic and went, <laughs> I was with Lola last night in the elevator. I saw her go to her room and I walked her to her room and that was it. And then there was silence. And then the whole place went, 
was... You know what? He's bringing gravitas. He's bringing gravitas. But it's not only gravitas. He has no desire to. He just wanted to tell. He wanted to defend Lala in sort of like a calm, heroic manner. He's our Mr. Darcy. He's wonderful. It's something I I have never seen in Bravo. I mean, you're not hearing it from me. Like, you can just hear from my interview here. Like, I'm yelling and in a high pitch and telling my children (laughs) they just failed in the entertainment industry. Not (laughs) showing you guys off. You guys write pilots and everything. That was their shot. (laughs) Right, pilots. And I wanted that money. I wanted that Olsen twin money. Yeah, well, (laughs) they need to deliver the next time. They just don't have it. You know, when I did Stand By Me, I had it. You did. I told you, a girlfriend of mine watched it the other night and she's like, he is incredible. And I said, I know. What are you talking about? You're, you're hosting the talk. I'm doing an interview with you tomorrow. Can't you wait. have it. It's going to be so fun. You do have it. You have it. You are I've... like running this town. You're everywhere. I have always said that, Jerry, you have, and I mean this in the best way, not in the Scientology way, but in the best way, Tom Cruise energy, where That's you true. glow in the goddamn dark. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, now Jerry's standing. Oh, on no, he's chair. jumping on a chair. No, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> No, no. But I've just said it about you. But Jerry, you you look so tan and young and you look, you just look like a million bucks. Like you look like how Hollywood should look, if that makes sense. (laughs) You do. Um, What else can I tell you about BravoCon? Was Mary Cosby there? Any Mary Cosby sightings? I did not see her there. No. I assumed it just. I I did not see her there. Also a no-show, Jenna Lyons. No show. But I think she's above the proceedings. We were backstage at the Bravos. Uh, first of all, I was a little, I, I was trying to figure out myself if I was into her wearing jeans at the reunion or not. What say you, ladies? It's been a debate. That I thought it was kind of cool, but I hope it's not repeated. <laughs> that's a one-off. I think that's not something you can pull off anymore. Jenna Lyons can do that, but, but then... she couldn't do that two years in a row. And I don't want to see it on any other goddamn person. You come to the reunion, you come with respect, is how I feel. That's right. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's almost like, I mean, I'm going to talk shit about uh, Titan in a Titan in our industry. But sometimes when Adam Sandler comes to a premiere, I'm always like, Adam, you couldn't like put on a jacket like <laughs> something, you know, <laughs> something like you're standing next to Jennifer Aniston in that awesome spy movie that they do for Netflix. It's great. Their camaraderie is so good. And then Jennifer Aniston is in a beautiful gown and he's in like a sweatshirt that says like, <laughs> Nick's on it. It's like yeah, yeah, with like his shoes untied. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Come on, I guess. I do think all the women came dressed to kill. Like each woman, they was looked incredible. Incredible. Oh my god. Okay. Most be- I-, I don't judge people physically. You guys know that about me. No, you never I have know that about me. you. Yeah. That's why you're married to a supermodel. That's why you've married the most beautiful anyone. woman on the planet. Yeah, but you do not judge people physically. I don't think you don't even know that mm-hmm. what she looks like. Only we do. but i'm gonna say it the most beautiful at BravoCon. who who wins the award kenya moore okay i've been saying this since day one kenya's my number she's gorgeous and up her in close up in close up person (laughs) she look incredible i i have to say um I don't judge people physically, but I am around a lot of stars. No, we know so. this. We know this. 
Wait, Starlets, you, Hollywood yeah. types. I see you guys all the time. Casey, yeah. you're coming to do the talk tomorrow. We'll interact. <laughs> I, I'm around beauty. You better look smart. You better look good, Casey. I'm around beauty. Everyone knows this. Um, but I was um, actually like, uh, I, I was, I was st- stunned. I was actually taken aback by how beautiful Kenya Moore is. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. I actually, um, I couldn't maintain eye contact i felt i had to look it down felt I, felt wrong. That, yeah. I, I felt i wasn't worthy enough to make eye contact with her i'm, I'm not even that, that isn't even like a joke or a bit no i felt like it was too much beauty for me to look at oh, i wow. have done that i understand the feeling one time i was waitressing a hundred years ago and tim daly from wings walked in and he looked so beautiful i couldn't even look him in the eye <laughs> But I understand the feeling. I honestly <laughs> felt that at Watch What Happens Live when I met Craig from Southern Charm. Wow. I was like, yeah. oh, I, I almost felt weak. I'm like, he's so tall and gorgeous. Like, I couldn't, I didn't even yeah. know what to do. Oh, you know, it is interesting meeting the Southern Charm guys um, because they are all tall. And we work in Hollywood. I've been, I've established we all work in Hollywood. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. Uh, I yeah. at times yeah. have worked for both of you. You guys yeah. are in front of the camera, behind the camera. Yeah, I'm, yeah was in Stand By Me. My kids aren't in the business, but I am. No, no they don't have, um, seem to have no aspirations for it. Yeah. Typically, you meet other actors, um, uh, my contemporaries, and they're, um, I don't judge people based on height. We've talked about me not judging people physically. No, mm. no. It's so funny. Around those Southern Charm yeah. dudes, I'm actually, I'm shorter than most of them. You're a tall drink of water. Yeah, you are. You yes, are. You, you are. really are. I'll tell you what, Shep looked like a bloated popple. He looked... He looked like a dirty blanket to me. I was just like, this is somebody who's been <laughs> rolled awful. around in. <laughs> he's, Fall from he's, grace. Yes, because he used to be my number one guy. I really... Because I do talk about looks, Sherry. I do. All the time. <laughs> so I'm unlike you. With men, um, I do. You know, it's so funny. I can't I, I can't come here and talk smack about them because no, they're so don't. funny. I and know. Look, like, no, no one's asking that of you. We don't want that from you. You know, and I, I like interview them and they give me so much. You know, it's so funny. You know Understood. who's a great interview? Who? Who's a great interview? James James Kennedy. Oh, is I, like, yeah, I bet. He gives it all to you. He's so funny. You know, uh, he kept doing push-ups with people. But like, I made a joke where I said, let's do push-ups. And he's like, so game. Like, other Hollywood types would be like, uh, hey, man, don't. I'm not doing the push-ups thing again. Stop. Don't ask me that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I mean, it's almost like uh, I, it's like doing an ASCAT and yeah. like you committing to something and everyone just commit just without even question, with, without fail, just committing to it. it. It's I love I love that. Shit. ASCAT is the improv show at Upright Citizens Brigade. I just want to tell the again, tell these the people. I wonder if it's. Because like in Hollywood, everyone's always like, oh, I'm with my family. This is my private life. And with them, it's just like I am there themselves. There's no separation. That's what I was thinking. You know, when I was watching it and I was watching the joy that just that they you could tell that all of the Bravoverse felt special. They felt happy. They felt important, even when they were kind of like spilling some tea or like, you know, being a little shady. It felt lovely and i know that there's been a lot of there's the vanity fair article and there's the reality reckoning with bethany and all that and i thought to myself yes there need to be safeguards yes we need to make sure people are okay and safe and blah 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 but i will say i was like how dare bethany try to take away this joy yeah. i saw all i saw in that room was 
joy and fun from both the stars on the show and the people that are fans. I saw love. I saw joy. I saw fun. I saw humor. I was just like, this is the more than any other thing I've ever seen. I was like, this is pure love. And that's why we love it. Um, I had a smile on my face the whole three days. Yeah, That's why your wife didn't think you were working. (laughs) And and I'm trying to like think of like. (laughs) By the way, I've been like you guys know me. I party. I've been yeah. to music festivals. Yes, I party. made that clear. You know, <laughs> yes. I party, and by the way, you go to a music festival and you're having to sheet in a porta potty because someone gave you drugs, and you think you're going to die, and your heart is like racing, and everyone's like banging on the porta potty, like we have to go quick. Uh, Lenny Kravitz is about to go on, or like Dave Matthews is about to go on the, on the main stage. Like, yes. let's get try and get up front. And like, does anyone have any water? Um, there was none of that stress. It was just a joyous occasion. Oh, I will say this. Um, it had been in the New York. It had been in the Hammerstein Ballroom. It had been at the Javis Center uh, last year. Um, Vegas was by far the best. It feels right. It, it was just Vegas is just good at conventions yeah and just keeping something going and i heard yeah. that they just did a great job bravo did a great job this year of just like keeping everything fun it was great. And good and organized it, it was great uh you know i didn't realize i'm a little bummed out i had a wristband that was like a vip because i was moderating i had a vip wristband i kept going to the main food court everyone knows because oh, no. i kept eating with everyone uh, but I could have, I didn't realize to the last day that there was like a VIP, like <sighs> amazing spread. And so I kept eating, uh, the chicken bowls. Uh, everyone knows I sat with them. Uh, I sat with a group of ladies from, uh, you, you all remember, but I didn't realize I had the VIP wristband. I could have eaten you like the eaten. spread was incredible backstage. I didn't know. Wow. Sherry, look, you live, you learn. I mean, are you going to go back next year? I assume. I mean, I feel like you were like next to Andy. You were like the next host. You know, I will do whatever Andy wants me to do. Wow. I sir, I'm here to serve. Yeah, Andy. you're here to serve. Like, uh, um, I'm, 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 I'm here to serve Andy. Um, th- there were some great moderator, uh, moderators there, yeah. whatever I could do to help. Even if I'm not moderating, I will go. It's so yeah. much fun. Oh, we were so bummed we couldn't go this year. I'm I'm angry at my son's camping trip and I'm upset and we will be there next year. Jerry, thank you for doing this. Thank you. Love you guys. Now, Danielle, for our boots on the ground portion from our Discord, I would like to start with a gal in the Discord whose name is at Avery Wine. She says, my LOLs takeaways from BravoCon. Angie Kay's only event on the schedule was a 45-minute photo op. She traveled all the way to Vegas for three days for a photo op for one day. The men of New Jersey had more stage time than Angie Kay. I talked to someone who was at the two teas in a pod party Friday night, and they said Meredith is definitely on ketamine. Ironically, this is before I heard the last episode. After Jeff Lewis said over the weekend the best part of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiere was not hearing from Crystal, she ironically didn't have a voice for the panel. Kyle keeps messing up and saying she divorced, but they are just separated and living under one roof. She is good with both Kathy and Kim for the first time in ages. Kathy actually called her during the Watch What Happens live taping 
And Dorit was pushing the entire time her marriage is fine. Not one single peep about Ramona the entire weekend. Everyone thought she would come up, but she did not. And did we know that Uba and Chanel Ayan are cousins? I feel like I missed that. And they said it incredibly casually at the taping of Watch What Happens Live on Saturday night. Thank you at Avery Wine. Wow, Avery Wine. Thank you. Thank I have you. a few myself from people that sent them in the discords. I'd Please. love to. Okay, guys, we these are some great boots on the ground. I'm just going to read some of them really quick because they're really good. This is from, they're called LB in our Discord. Hi, Danielle. On Saturday, we had a scheduled photo op with Ashley Darby, Sharice, and Mia. Lines were long, but you did have to sign up before. And the next line to ours was Kristen Takeman and Kelly Ben Simone. The lady in charge of their line invited everyone in our line to go to theirs after since it was pretty empty. My friend and I were the only ones to do so. Cry emoji. So basically their line was empty while everyone else's was essentially wrapped around the tent. Ooh, toughy. Okay. Um, here's another Bravacom boots from Chrissy S. On Friday night after the Bravos, Shep was at Mandalay Bay Casino where he got so drunk and progressively angry with fans that he kept wanting to talk or ask for photos. He was drunk enough to lose his phone, which was found by two girls who then tried to get his attention to give it back to him. He thought they were fans running up to him for a photo, so he kept running away from them and yelling at people. The girls were trying so hard just to give him his phone back. <laughs> That's really funny. Okay, this is from Marlo's Life Coach. Teddy was practically pacing the hotel bar at one point trying to be seen, and I didn't see one person acknowledge her or ask for a picture. Robin did not hang out with the Potomac ladies, it seems. Saw Robin waiting alone one night, and the one person she was waiting for wasn't a Bravo lab. On the second night, saw Cherise, Giselle, Candace, and the new lady having drinks. Robin walked in alone. All right. Here's another one from Liz Tix NYC. While hanging out at the Four Seasons Bar to watch comings and goings, there was a somewhat normal-looking middle-aged blonde lady who kept initiating eye contact. After about the sixth time, I figured out it was definitely someone I had seen, but I couldn't place her after some Googling, realizing it was Brawin sitting with her girlfriend, maybe? Doesn't appear she was invited, but was lurking around the bar like the rest of us and at one point asking fans, um, hemming fans to try to get them to notice her. Oh, that's a toughie. This is also from Marlo's Life Coach. Sorry, Dorinda sat at the closed bar. It was after last call when she got there in the hotel lobby in front of the door where everyone could see her. When someone recognized her, she'd act disgusted and physically turn away from people or had her entourage of gay men physically block her from the fan. For some reason, Karen's assistant, attorney, slash friend, Matt, was one of the guys in her entourage. You guys are so <laughs> funny. <laughs> So that was just some of the really funny ones. Guys, sorry if I didn't get to yours, but um, you guys are incredible. And these are such good boots on the ground. Thank you for being there and participating and having a great time and letting us know all about it. Wow, Danielle. What a weekend. I'm like fucking so mad at myself. Mad at you. I'm mad at everyone. And again, I'm mad at me. I'm mad at me, too. You know, guess what? It's going on the calendar. There's there's no excuse. We've had something each year and the buck stops here. I hope we get invited again. I really we do. do. We, nothing's for sure in this world, Danielle. I know, but... Um, but it was sounds like such an, an incredible weekend. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Jarrett. Thank you to all the people in our Discord who gave us these wonderful boots on the ground. I'm just... I'm just so grateful to them and to Bravo for providing us so much joy, especially in dark times. We do need something to turn to. And you know what, Danielle, I'm going to say something. What? Maybe it sounds, I don't know how it sounds, but I'm just going to say it. I think Jerry hit the nail on the head, which is that infectious energy and spirit and community 
who is doing an interview today for um, my segment on the talk tomorrow with Jerry. Mm -hmm. And the woman who manages uh, the interviews and the talent there said the same thing Jerry did. She said, you guys have been kind of bringing people together for this type of energy and spirit surrounding Bravo for the last eight years. And she said, and it really feels like it's not counterculture anymore. It's like culture. And this isn't, I'm not saying this about us. I'm saying this about you all listening, which is that in we've I've just always felt this incredible energy and spirit and joy and community surrounding Bravo. And so it's just very incredible to see it on this type of a scale. And that when everyone gets together, all of those people, all the energy, it yep. just creates joy. Like, you know what I mean? Because yes. like yep. even sometimes like I've been to concerts and they like Jerry said, we know he's been to a ton of concerts. He's made that very clear to us. And but, I've been to one or two. But you know yeah. what? Yeah, it just I just feel like we've been lucky enough at our live shows to feel that spirit. And mm -hmm. it is so much fun. And it's I'm just I don't know. I'm happy that we've gotten to experience it. And I can't wait to experience it at BravoCon. Yeah. I'm, I'm very touched by it. I really am. Me too. Me too. And I'm touched by you guys. Love yes. you all. Love you all. Take care. Take care.